Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaito, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Amy's only a week ahead of me. So do you want to tell her when your due date is? And if you want to share the gender and all that exciting stuff? Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited uh, to chat with you. It's funny because we were just like talking for a half hour and then we were like, oh, we should. (laughs) 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 Yeah, my name's Amy Rohr. I've been on Nicole's podcast before and uh, really excited though to be here today to just talk more about our pregnancies and this really exciting time that we're both in ironically very close to each other so I am currently 21 weeks pregnant and I'm due December 22nd of this year so 2021 and we just uh, found out a few weeks ago that we are having a little boy so I was just telling Nicole that we're still kind of soaking it in and still being like, oh my gosh, we're having a boy. (laughs) uh, We were just shocked, but really excited to uh, get to just visualize this little baby. And I feel like, I feel like I know him a little bit more now knowing uh, and visualizing him in our lives. So so how far are you along? You're 20 weeks. Okay. I'm 20 weeks. What's today? Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. 20 weeks tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, like a week and a couple of days apart. Yeah. So like, it's kind of funny when I used to like say your due date out loud. Cause you're doing 2021 and I'm doing 2022, which like is so bizarre that we would like potentially have babies and different, I mean, I could go early. Right. So I could be yeah. the same year, but like, we're so close and we'll have babies literally in different years. I know. Yeah. They could be a year apart. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, that makes no sense in my head, but like, that's just obviously how it is. Yeah. Like my husband was born New Year's Eve. So, and you're like the very beginning of January. Yeah, I'm January 2nd. So like, it could be either way. Yeah. So he's like, when you really think about it, you know, if, if he was born just one day later, he could have had an entire different group of friends. Like grew up with a different, like, you know, group of people played different sports teams so, so yeah this baby will decide where it wants to where it wants to be I guess <laughs> well yeah because like my mom was actually due on December 24th and I was born January 5th yeah so I actually think about that all the time in terms of like how my friend group is probably like obviously completely different and yeah. the things I did because of my mom going over her yeah. due date yeah it's wild right and that's I think about I mean of course we I'm sure you're thinking too of the possibilities but at the end of the day I'm like this oh, baby's yeah. gonna come whenever it's gonna come whenever he wants to so <laughs> talk about just surrendering into the uh the unknown of it all right and yeah maybe we can talk about that a little bit because I feel like personally I had to do that from like day one when like all of a sudden I feel like you have no control over like how you feel like physically Someone you can control mentally, but I feel like it's just such a rush of emotion. So like, what was that like for you when you like found out and then like started having those like first trimester symptoms and I'm like, because I know you and I are both very healthy Mm -hmm. individuals. We know what we need to do to support our bodies and like even in pregnancy and things like that. But sometimes (laughs) 
you can't do that. So what was that like for you? Yeah. And I know it's different for everyone, right? And we were just kind of talking before this of how, you know, how long we were feeling a certain way when things shifted. Um, So for me, like, right away, I was feeling tired. Um, That was, that was like the first symptom I experienced. And then I, I didn't really have any nausea until I think it was around week eight. And then all of a sudden the nausea came on strong um and that I feel like that combined with being tired really makes it made it difficult to be uh doing like work the same way um however I will say that it's it's really ironic because we were going so I think we're just going into the third lockdown Mm. so Nicole and I are both in Ontario and a few weeks before that, I was like frustrated just from a business perspective, like being a yoga teacher, having to close my studio down for the third time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was just getting back into momentum. So I was frustrated, just kind of feeling like defeated. And I really was feeling pretty positive the prior two lockdowns, but this third one just felt like totally like, you know, just harder. And then finding out I was pregnant, it was almost like in a way. I was like, okay, I I have this time off and I don't, I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to, you know, put on a strong face, like when I'm feeling like crap, essentially. So it was nice in that sense that I had time to really rest and I didn't have to, uh, I didn't have to hide like how I was feeling. And so I just Mm -hmm. was lucky to have that, I think a little bit of time to transition into being pregnant. And then, yeah, the nausea continued. I mean, mind you, there were still days that I was like, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. It just, <laughs> you know, having the the goal of like getting certain things done. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just going to be in bed today. And so there was a lot of just leaning into, you know, doing things when you felt like you could. And then knowing that some days like we're just meant to be spent resting and and at the same time, I you know we we're talking about this too, like in those early stages, I was like, okay, feeling nauseous, tired. These are all good signs mm-hmm. that, you know, like I am, cause we, you don't get to see like the baby right away. So that too, of just reminding myself that those were all good signs that things were happening and uh, just rolling with it as much as I could, but definitely a big shift. And I feel like we're both, you know, being entrepreneurs and, making our own schedule and having to hold ourselves accountable, um, like used to working a certain way. And it can be really hard to let that go. And uh, yeah, it's been at the same time, though, I'm like now moving into thinking about what this next year looks like. And I'm excited for that shift of Mm. what that will do and just taking this time off and moving into this new chapter. Yeah. But no. what about you? How how was that for you? <laughs> um, I like, yeah, we've just been chatting. Yeah, I know. It's All like the feels that come along with it. Yeah. So it was um I'm trying to think. I can't remember when I started feeling nauseous, but definitely the tiredness like hit right away. Yeah. Like I have like you hear about people being pregnant, like they're like, Yeah, you get like really tired. I was like, this is a tired that like knocks you off your feet like taking two naps a day and not just like little naps like full-on drooling 
and like yeah. needing an hour to recover from said nap. It's like a full day <laughs> event. Like it's crazy. I was like, what is happening? But it was like hard in terms of it's like it's weird because I knew in your first trimester you could feel sick and feel tired and it's like can be hard but it's like all the women I knew were still like going to work and like living their lives for the most part except I had like one relative who was like extremely sick to like the point where they need like IV and whatnot yeah. but like you know that's typically the exception so I just thought that like you would feel crappy but like still be able to like function day to day which was um, a rude awakening obviously, because I was like, went from, it was interesting. I was in a phase of my business where I was probably in like a little bit of a sprint season mm-hmm. where I was like working even more than I typically did to all of a sudden working the least amount I have in probably in my life. Yeah. And it was like all over a course of like a few weeks. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like a hard like mindset shift to be like, I just went from this to like polar opposite and like it's I knew that I had to rest and I like was okay with that but at the same time it was still nice because Brendan would like remind me like it's fine like you have to he's like you literally can't function he's like you're not even making sense right now like you're speaking gibberish like go take a freaking nap (laughs) like okay crawling up to bed (laughs) yeah I definitely think that it like you said that you know obviously we've known many people pregnant and met all my friends like my sisters I just have such a greater appreciation respect that you know yeah a lot of them were just like working full-time and not that we don't work full-time but we definitely have more flexibility I think uh, in being self-employed um that yeah I just have a great respect I'm like oh my gosh I I feel like it's not as talked about and And especially, and like, I'd like to hear your take on this too. Like when you first find out you're pregnant, those first three months, like it's like the time that you're going through the most transition change yet. It's a long time before you get that ultrasound. And like, we wanted to wait, um, to share that, you know, until we had our ultrasound. So it's a big gap of time to actually like that. It's not talked about very much. Yeah, you're like in this weird, like phase of your life. You're like obviously like you need time to process anyways before you like tell people. But it's like, even had friends who like thought there was something wrong. Oh yeah, you told me that they thought something wrong with Brendan. Yeah, they thought something wrong with Brendan, or like I think someone thought there was something wrong with me. But like it's because we see them all the time, and like lockdown was good because, like you said, you can almost like use them as an excuse to like hide from people. Like there's so many times where I was like felt like absolute trash right and I was just like oh lockdown haha like can't see you even outside (laughs) um when meanwhile I just didn't want to smell hamburgers essentially but yeah these friends were like definitely like picking up on like weird vibes from Brendan and I so we actually told them really early so that they didn't like think that like one of us was like dying or something because they're like what is happening with that we had, we had a few friends yeah we had one who called it like really early and uh just knew something was up and yeah. so he knew he knew like before anybody else but it was all nice though to like kind of tell someone because it was like I mean I told Joe who's one of my brothers like pretty yeah. early on especially with like the health things at the beginning it was kind of like intense but mm-hmm. I was like it was nice to have someone that you could like 
tell or like they understood like why you weren't doing certain things mm-hmm. especially when they're close friends and they're like going to those events or those gatherings that you would be typically going to so like they knew which was like took like a little bit of like the weight off but it was still so hard not to like tell everyone and also lie through your teeth constantly (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah no it's definitely like we were really excited to be able to share that with our family and and celebrate it and just yeah be through that phase where you're and I told my sister like very early on because I was okay. like, I just need somebody to, you know, who's been through this and she yeah. has two kids and she's a nurse. So that was, oh my gosh. Yeah. She was like the perfect person to uh, kind of have <laughs> those talks with um, because there's a lot of, you know, just newness and wonder. And like we were talking earlier too about just like, there should be like a pamphlet of like, Hey, at this time you get this ultrasound. Here's what that means. Like, like just understanding the process. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely important to have a few people that you can talk to throughout that time. Yeah. Cause like, I think I called my one friend literally like the day I found out. <laughs> like She's like recent, like she has like a one-year-old. So she's like fresh into like motherhood. So like she's up to date with everything. Whereas I think even if I told my mom early, she like, would tell me kind of what to expect but things were so different from when yeah. he had us so yeah. I was like I tell him like show to Sarah freaking Mudford because she literally <laughs> like fielded all of my insane questions because like I didn't know I was like okay so like do I call my doctor now yeah like when do I have my first appointment like is it normal that they're making me wait like until like week like, I don't know, it was like a month or over a month until I had my technically my first appointment. She's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Otherwise, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, no, nobody, there's no. And if you go to the Internet, like there's so many different, um, yeah. different answers to those questions. So and I feel like it's different in the States, too, because it's like I follow someone who like found out the gender like bef- way before like their 20 week scan. Yeah, I, I do think in the States there's, because I know someone too who found, we're actually due a day apart. So there's another person due really close to us. Um, and she found out very early on the yeah. gender. I think there's a blood test that they do. Yes. So it's like interesting because then you're like watching people in the States and you're like, yeah, what the heck? Like it's actually so different in terms of even just like healthcare. Yeah, yeah. And that but makes like, sense. I think like my sister-in-law Sherry thank god she told me like literally years ago like if I ever wanted a midwife to like as soon as I found out I was pregnant to like call to try to get one Mm -hmm. because like otherwise I would have been like do 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 like like who do I call and I just remember that one thing she told me like probably two years ago and sure enough it's like one of the first things I did and I applied to like three places so that I could get in yeah and I'm like if she wouldn't have told me that random fact I would have had no idea yeah zero clue so I'm like we you know what we should write a freaking handbook pamphlet for people yeah (laughs) we will we'll put together a really thorough pamphlet for all those new questions that we just went through so why question for you why did you go with the midwife um well actually you're gonna laugh at me because it's like such a Nicole answer part (laughs) of it was like efficiency because my family doctors in Tulsenburg and I live in St. Thomas now so yeah Whereas, like, the midwife clinic is, like, two minutes down the road. <laughs> That's perfect. So I'm, like, low-key, like, honestly, 
that just that alone was like enough of a reason for me to just like not have to drive to Tilsonburg for appointments. Mm-hmm. Don't love my doctor. Oh, um, like your my actual family maybe. doctor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also from what I heard, because like my sister-in-law had um, like an OB for like her first three and then a midwife for her last one. Mm-hmm. and things I found out and I don't even know if this is like true for everyone but like she got to leave the hospital earlier because of her midwife mm-hmm. um so I've heard that a few times like you can get discharged earlier and um also too like I don't think I'm going to have a home birth but like having that option of like having someone come to my home mm-hmm. um felt kind of good to me like I didn't want to like rule that out right away so yeah and like I also find that um because it's such like a small clinic. Well, I think they have like a decent amount of midwives, but like even just being able to call like their staff is nice. Like I'll just like call and be like, oh, like is my blood work good? Is like, mm-hmm. I didn't really hear anything. And she's just like qualified enough to be like, yep, yeah, everything's great. Everything looks awesome. Like, do you have any other questions? And you're like, oh, oh yeah. Like, well, now that I have you on the phone. Now that I have you on the phone. Yeah, I'm telling you my 10 random questions and she's like yeah. my midwife right so it's like we'll put those in our pamphlet too yeah she's like oh yeah great question I'll have um your midwife or one of your backup midwives like call you back today yeah and, and that's like, me like during yeah. yeah but at the same time I'm assuming there's probably benefits to also having like an OB um I just don't know because I've never like you've never had a midwife I've never had an OB yeah. so like it's hard to know what the pros and cons are I feel like yeah, and I think it's like like case by case, you know, circumstances to make yeah. your decision. For me, um, the reason that I went with an OB is just having rheumatoid arthritis yeah. that puts me in like the higher risk category, not so much um like not higher risk necessarily during pregnancy, but higher risk for myself of managing like the symptoms of my disease. So uh, just monitoring that making, like I had to go through a whole protocol before even getting pregnant. And then there is like higher risk of flare afterwards. So I really liked that this OB in particular had worked with people with autoimmune disease and, um, had worked with many women, like with similar conditions. So he could give me, I think Mm. more of a better, picture as far as what it looks like in real life scenarios of the people that he's worked with and how to treat that and just being aware of uh, all those other aspects um so that's why I went that's why for me it was kind of like this is definitely what I want just like that higher level expertise for my particular condition and then I did decide to go with a doula to just have that extra support that I think like a midwife gives you um obviously like the du- a doula is different, but just having that before the birth, like those sessions and mm-hmm. getting ready for labor. And then they do come to your house so they can like help you um, in early labor. They can come to the hospital and then afterwards. And I know you have a doula as well. Yeah. So that's awesome. But just excited to have that extra support as this is our first baby. So it's like all the support <laughs> that I can get, like, uh, I think is, and I've, I've just heard, you know, from my sister's experience, she spoke so highly of having a doula for those reasons that, um, it was something that I was like, definitely interested in looking into. And I'm, I'm really glad that we, we did it. 
Yeah, because, like, even, like, I know people think, like, midwives even are a little bit more towards, like, the doula side of things, and, but I've heard even from, like, doulas that, like, really you have to think about, like, when you're in a hospital, like, they're busy doing, like, paperwork and, like, yeah, and, like, the more, like, traditional, like, it's still very, like, westernized, right? Yes. Like, they're not maybe necessarily telling you, depending on how holistic they are, like, different, like, pushing positions and, like, mm. things like that, which, like, a doula would kind of, you know, yeah, like a doula like in this. the room, like with you as yeah. much or as little as you need. Right. And yeah. my sister said too, it was also like a lot of support for her husband of yes. just like, because it can be really uncomfortable. Like she said, for him to see her in, in pain and like mm. not have, you know, not be able to jump in and fix it. Um, yeah. There can be a lot of like, it can be difficult for them watching as well. So yes. the doula will support like the partner as well. And <laughs> Brandon, like, okay, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> Literally. I feel like Brandon's like the same way, but I, he didn't know, obviously maybe Brandon did, but like, I don't think most male partners are maybe familiar with like what doulas are. Um, no. So when I mentioned it to Brendan, I was like, here, I like know these people. And like, this is how they will support. And I think he was just like, yeah, like just yeah. like worth the money, like freaking sign totally. us up. Like yeah. we don't it's know what we're doing. because actually like my brother-in-law, so they, they gifted us. They said like, hey, we want to put some money towards Adula. And it was his idea. So I think that speaks so highly of like going through the experience. He was like, that was such a beautiful thing that we had. Why don't we give that to them? And my sister was like, oh yeah, totally. That's a great idea. So oh my God. I think that's a good sign of like, if a husband is recommending it to another couple of uh, just how much it affected him as well. Yeah. Cause like, I think when we had our first like intro call, like I obviously like knew our doulas already, just like the business community, but like Brendan didn't. Yeah. And yeah. he was just like, no, like I literally know nothing. <laughs> which was like which is so funny right yeah well there's so much to learn it just when you said that it just made me think have you guys like went to do your registry or anything like that yet yes oh my god that was our experience Brandon and myself actually like I went into um, one of the stores with my mom like a week prior and it was definitely like stimulation information overload I was just like there's so much so then we went a week later, Brandon came with me so we could actually start the registry. And I said, just like prepare yourself because I feel like you're going to be, it's not like your wedding registry where you understand what all the things are. Yeah, totally. So yeah, he was just like bug eyed. Like, and I think he thought it was going to take us like, you know, a half hour to go through, scan some things. We were there for, for hours just because they were really helpful and like, Right. What I found overwhelming was that it's not just like, hey, here's the bottles. It's like, here's a hundred brands of bottles for you to choose from. So it, it was helpful to have them go around with us and like, oh my gosh, just give us, you know, some tips and recommendations and explain the difference between some of the items. But yeah, it was definitely, <laughs> I'm glad we did it. Like, I'm glad we got that, you know, accomplished. But what was your experience? I'm, I'm, keen to hear it <laughs> I don't understand how people did this like before the freaking internet either because I'm like researching freaking stuff online and you can like hear reviews but I'm like I 
like I literally don't know anything and like I thought I knew a lot like having grown up with like a brother who has like four kids and like younger aunts who all had like young kids yeah and I'm literally like I have no idea what's happening right now so I actually messaged my friend um because I kind of like when I was feeling nauseous in the first trimester I'd actually like just kind of add things online it's almost kind of like I'd research like a something yeah and like slowly add it obviously no one knew I had to register at the time but it was kind of oh, almost, so you like, started it at home yeah so it's kind of yeah. those things I could like pick away yeah. at if yeah. it wasn't for her though I wouldn't know because like I'm like okay so there's swaddles <laughs> then there's sheep sacks <laughs> and then there's burp cloths but then there's also washcloths but then yeah. there's also like drool bibs Another. and I'm like what is happening right now and she was dying laughing and like I thought like I'm so naive I'm like should I just get like, I don't know, like a pack of like three or like six, like washcloths? She's like, <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, you're going to need like a million of these, a million of these. And I'm like, how would I know that? Oh, that's like, good. Always I literally scanned one pack of washcloths. So I should probably put some more on. <laughs> yeah, I literally was like, oh, like, I don't know, like three. She's like, look, like she just started laughing at me. I was like, I'm like, burp, burp class, just like a pack. She's like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, unless I want to do laundry every single day. I was like, nope. <laughs> no. And it, but it, then it at was, the same time, it's like, you think back, you know, 50, 100 yeah. years ago, and they had none of this stuff. So I think there's definitely a, a balance, like an in-between. Totally. Of, like, I really want to, just because we have a smaller space like be intentional with what we actually need like what are the essentials <laughs> because uh and like I think those things of course you're going to be using right. a lot but um there's got to be like a cutoff as to <laughs> do we really need all that stuff and and I've heard from some people like you know no you don't <laughs> you just totally. as long as your baby's healthy and has food and you know the essentials those are the starting starting blocks and so I tried not to easier said than done like walking around the store but this is cute this is yeah (laughs) yeah but just especially the the bigger things I was like you know we just don't have space for like all those things and the yeah like the what are they called? Like the play packs and this and that. It's like, there's got to be something that's kind of, we start with and then we go from there. So there's something that we're not even putting on like the list yet. And we're just going to see, you know, how our space is and and what we have room for as we go. Cause like my cousin even started giving us stuff and that's actually what I felt um, reassured that my friend Sarah wasn't lying because she dropped off burp cloths and like bibs and muslin things and like yeah and I was like she literally had like a huge freaking stack and the amount of like drool bibs she had was like probably like close to like 15 which I think is literally what Sarah told me I think she probably made them herself she's like really talented at like sewing and whatnot but I was dying laughing I'm like oh shit like this is like actually a thing like yeah I I just never really paid attention to that on like other people's babies No, those are like, you're not really watching the things that they're using or I wasn't either with my nieces and nephews or even if I saw it, like it doesn't really matter at that time what exactly it is. So yeah, I just like wait for people's big learning curve. People's advice is like key though. It's like, I just remember 
my oldest brother, Curtis, and my sister-in-law on like separate occasions, literally messaged me being like, get glass bottles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, you've, you're on kid number four. You've probably learned a few things. Yeah. And they're like, and make sure they're wide neck ones. I was like, oh, like something that would never like occur to me. I'm like, yeah, I can see like maybe glass, like they maybe last longer, like yeah. clean maybe. Um, but then like Curtis was like wide neck, wide neck bottles, like so adamant on it. And I was like, like neck. oh, okay. He's like, honestly, the last thing you want to do in the middle of the night when you're getting up to get a bottle is trying to pour something into a skinny little freaking neck of a <laughs> bottle. And like just dumb things like that. You're like, that is a good tip. Makes sense. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't know that otherwise. No. And speaking of bottles, like a tip that the person gave me who was helping us with our registry was like the baby will also choose which, like some babies will reject, you know, the different like nipples on the bottles, the, the nipples on the bottles. And so she's like, not that you need to buy all of these, but it can be a good idea to put like three different little bottles, like single bottles on your registry so that you're prepared. So like if they do reject one, you have like another one for them to try so that you find the one that they like. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I never would have, I just would have put like one kind of bottle. So <laughs> that's something I feel prepared for. We have three single bottles on our registry and then the kits, which you can obviously right. return if, if they're not open and used, but yeah so much to learn I feel like we're just scratching the surface like oh yeah of what will come and like we're the same as you like we don't like there's certain things that we like want to like spend more money on too yes and like other things we don't care as much about or like we just want to be like practical so and it's funny because like I have friends that like I think like they want to almost buy something off the registry and I'm like no like I know you might think it's really boring to buy me a bottle drying rack. Mm-hmm. If you bought me that versus an outfit, like it, yeah. you know what I mean? I was like, I actually want the drying rack. Those are the things that you need. Yeah. I was like, I legit, I had a friend that was like, what's a priority on your registry? Like, what do you really need? I was like, literally anything on there. Cause it's all pretty boring. Yeah. I was, so she's like, oh, I might get I, know, I feel like ours is too. It's very like, <laughs> there was a couple of cute little things. Yeah, that totally. I- Brandon like left to go get us a coffee like because we had to come back from yeah. like, so he's <laughs> like, you finish up so then I went around and like scanned some really cute stuff yeah. <laughs> before he left like, before he came back <laughs> yeah like yeah. there's some things I'm like okay it probably does want like a little stroller toy to like look at so obviously I'm gonna go with the one that looks like an avocado like that's kind of yeah. like where I did like a fun thing not true. like I told my friend, I'm like, no, she's like, okay, I might get you like that weird breastfeeding bra like thing or like the weird like um, bra for like electric breast pump. I'm like, that would be amazing. Yeah. I, would, I would love that. She's like, really? <laughs> I was like, yes, that would be great. Like, don't think you have to go buy me toys and like clothes. I'm sure no. Curse and Sherry, once we find out if it's a boy or girl, will be like, here is a giant tub. Yeah. Yeah. We've get ready for that we've had uh both of our siblings like brought over lots of those kind of things so and and like an infant car seat and exerciser and yeah a couple big things like that so and toys and stuff so yeah toys another friend of mine actually um once you find out your gender she just gave me a huge bin of clothes to go through like she had a yard sale so it's just 
at like a dollar a piece. Yeah. They're all boy clothes and in really good condition. So I'm like, sweet. There's, there's our uh, clothing for the first year. Well, it's, it's just so nice. I, I know like we'll get some other clothing, yeah. from, you know, grandmas and people who want to buy that. But like you said, the registry, I was like, this is the stuff that we really need. And I didn't, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't put a lot of other stuff on there, like clothes. Yeah. Like I think I put a couple outfits on there, like that were really plain in case someone was like, oh, I want to get like a blanket and washcloth and like throw a cute outfit in there. But like, literally there's, I don't even think anyone's even bought them. I think like all of them are literally like sitting there, like everyone's bought is actually like the practical stuff, which is so funny. Yeah. And like, they must like really know who I am as a person because I'm getting like baby carriers and like you know I'm trying to think what else just like the most boring stuff is like what people have been buying I'm like thank you yeah thanks so much that's like speaking to my soul (laughs) I love it (laughs) yeah and like it's also funny too because I don't know if you had this like I don't know if you've shared it but we shared ours because we're having like um this is a whole weird thing with like COVID. We didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I think we, you and I might have talked about this a few weeks ago about like what to do with showers. Yeah. What are you doing again? So we're going to have Brendan's family in a couple of weeks while it's like still nice out so we can do it outside. Yeah. And then we're going to have um, my family and then friends and my parents in like early September. Hopefully mm-hmm. that it's like still nice enough to do it outside. Mm-hmm. And we're like, it's an awkward like, I'm sh- also like what if they change the rules come like September and they're like just kidding like yeah we're gonna not allow gatherings of certain sizes so we're like maybe we'll just divide it and kind of like that's what we're doing yeah so like are you having like it like Brandon's family and then like your family or no we're gonna do it all on the same day okay. but um actually my stepmom went to a shower that was like this when it was I think only 10 people allowed outside mm. we're gonna keep it that just in case anything changes totally and just so people feel comfortable like they're not coming to a big yeah. big gathering so there'll be time slots and each group so it's kind of like my mom's group nice. uh, my stepmom my mother-in-law's or Brandon's family's group um each come for like an hour mm-hmm. and that way it's just like a little drop-in visit uh if people don't feel comfortable there'll be a virtual time that they can come on as well just because I have some friends nice. who are out of town but that yeah. way if anybody even local um would prefer to do it virtually or they can't you know they have plans that they can't like make it out like sometimes people with kids it's hard to coordinate like going away for the afternoon totally so yeah, I feel good about that, that that way, even if plans change and we go down to limited numbers, like we might still be okay for those small groups or shift virtual, but we're doing it in September. So. Okay. Same yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully we're like banking on the weather being decent, <laughs> Yeah. but we'll have some tents like set up oh, nice. as well in case, in case it rains. Yeah. I literally like warned in the invitation. I was like, please dress accordingly to the weather because <laughs> like I was like we have an outdoor heater and like we have like an outdoor fire but like yeah, other than good. that like you better if it's cold out you're wearing a freaking parka because yeah like I don't know what well, else to and do. especially like we got married in October outdoors oh, yeah. and it was a cold day like oh, people really? still okay. joke that like it's a good thing Brandon's grandmas didn't die outside because <laughs> it was cold it was really cold <laughs> and like they'll, they'll say that they like 
She's like, I still feel it in my bones <laughs> from three years later. So, like, thanks, thanks, Grandma. No, yeah, in September. But that's why I wanted to do it in September, not October, just because it, it does get yeah. pretty cool. Um, but again, just hoping, praying to Mother Nature that <laughs> it'll be a nice day. Yeah, because like that was the thing. Um, I think because like usually don't have like, I don't know, it could be wrong. If you have a shower before you have a baby, it's typically not like until a little bit closer into your due date. Yeah. But like yeah. for us, we just didn't want to like chance the whole indoor gathering thing in totally fall agree. winter. So we're like, it was kind of funny. I was also saying to my mom, like, well, shit, like that means we need to like plan a shower like now. And she goes, oh my God. Like yeah. not like we like literally plan in like five minutes because that's just who we are. But we're, we're kind of laughing. We're like, I told her I was pregnant. And then like two weeks later, we're like, uh, baby shower? Yeah. <laughs> like, we should probably, is that an invite, I guess? That's probably what I should have done. But yeah. I, yeah, I'm sending the invites this week. But they say, you know, as long as you give a month, a month. Oh, yeah, that's. I think. Um, because, yeah, it was just something that I was, I feel just summer's gone so fast. I was like, yeah, we'll do it in September. And then it's like oh my gosh it's August <laughs> it's, literally like it's on the horizon so yeah but I feel good we've kind of narrowed just trying to think of the best way like that I felt comfortable with that my family felt com- you know people felt safe doing um mm. and I'm glad yeah my stepmom made this suggestion because it feels good on all fronts like I feel good about it and I think no matter what changes it'll hopefully be something that works so yeah definitely different circumstances though than than usual but yeah like have you had any other struggles in terms of like COVID and like pregnancy or just like things that like maybe even things that you like didn't realize are more challenging than they probably need to be (laughs) Mm, that's a good question I think um yeah definitely like COVID itself has been a bit of a challenge of Mm -hmm. just yeah, like just, you know, obviously wanting to keep myself safe. And I think we're in this time right now where there's so much controversy and people are heated and, you know, strong opinions both ways that it's a heavy time to, I think, be going through such a life-changing experience. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm just really trying to prioritize like what makes me feel safe and good and doing Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, doing what I, you know, feel is right for myself. And then I think, of course, like when you go through a pregnancy, there's so many opinions regardless. Like I read somebody posted today. It's like being pregnant is the one time you'll get the most like unsolicited advice in your life. Right. So then you mix that on top of COVID when people I find right now, like are so strongly, um, black and white around there a lot of people are there's some who you know can have the conversation uh but that's yeah just something that I think adds a lot of I don't know just a lot of different energy to the mix of being Mm -hmm. pregnant I don't know if you feel the same way yeah it's like even obviously like the very beginning when like I had to go to emerge that was like weird that like Brendan just had to like sit at home (laughs) just be like so like what's going on to be able to be as involved yeah and like you and I were talking before like I had my first midwife appointment and most of it was over the phone until I had to like go in for like my blood work and stuff mm-hmm. and that's when they asked me if I wanted to do like the genetic testing mm-hmm. and I was like I feel like this is like a decision that I should be like making with Brendan like 
So I just like panicked and was like, ah, no. Uh, Like, you know what I mean? I just didn't, I was like, okay, well, this would have been nice for him to like, I don't know, have like a say in. Yeah, to just be at the appointments together to kind of hear it all together, right? Totally. So like, that's been tough. And then also like, um, a lot of our friends don't have kids or like not in that phase quite yet or like have been pregnant. So not only do they not understand like what I'm going through on like a physical like level, like feeling really crappy all the time, but like we're trying to like find that balance of like not isolating myself during pregnancy. Cause that's like, yes. you don't want to do that. But at the same time, like we also don't know, like, where's that like line of like being comfortable seeing certain people. It's like, mm-hmm. I've, I know I've picked a certain, like mostly like my close family that like, I just don't even worry about. Although I know they're seeing other people too indoors. I just, am like, they're going to be like my go-to yeah, like humans. And I'm just not going to stress about who they've seen and like whatever. But then like, it comes to that point. It's like, okay, when it comes to like friends and stuff, it's like, how much do I see those people indoors or whatever it may be? And it's mm-hmm. like, there's no right answer no. in the end. So you kind of almost have to just like make it up as you go, which yeah. like some people understand, but some people I don't think they do. So that's also been a little bit challenging because I don't yeah. think they like know where we're coming from. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And it's like, at the end of the day, like my priority is having, you know, a healthy baby and yeah, it really shifts like your priorities. For me, it's like, this is such a small window of time to just be safe and do, like you said, like just seeing friend, like close friends, family. I don't really want to be in big groups of people. Um, yeah. Like I, I just have no desire right now to put myself in situations that maybe are a little risky mm-hmm. when it's, you know, we're halfway there. Like yeah. I just, I just want to stay safe and protect ourselves. And uh, it's different for everyone because I will say like, I definitely, I was cautious, but things definitely shifted in being pregnant. Uh, like, it's not just me to think about right. also, you know, our baby. So um yeah, but at the same time, everyone has a different, everyone's in a different place, different viewpoint than you add on the vaccine and this and that. And it's like, it's a mosh pit of opinion. So I will say another thing, I don't know. And I think we did talk about this, um, that I, I found really interesting to, to experience and be a part of is also people commenting on your body and then as women like just you know body image in general is like a hard thing for many people and I feel like we there's so much to unpack there because I feel like we're both you know advocates of intuitive eating Mm -hmm. and you know listening to your body and um, having a healthy relationship with yourself no matter what your weight is like of course like for me, I've being on a health journey, I've really focused on like when I'm feeling good and eating right, like my body will do its job. And it's not for me to be like, oh, I need to be skinnier, this or that, because yeah. you never know what somebody, like if someone's fit or skinny in a healthy way. Totally. So in saying that, and then like, you know, being in this pregnancy and I'm sure as well. And for whatever reason like everybody's body is different but I definitely did start showing very early and you know I've popped and 
for me, it's like, oh, this is, you know, it's nice to see that like that I've popped in the belly, but so many comments that I was not like ready for as far as like, you must be having twins. There's no way, you know, if I was like, say 17 weeks, there's no way you're only 17 weeks pregnant. Just a lot of uh, like, same with the advice, just like free open reins on like people commenting, which I'm, you know, I'm secure and I'm happy with how I look. I'm grateful just first of all that my body is even able to do this miraculous thing um but it's been really shocking like to see just uh just just how people kind of um talk to people who are pregnant and that we're not I don't know that there's and then yet you have some many people like you know my friends who who are just so supportive and Mm. make you feel like empowered and make you you know say the the right things yeah but I'm really surprised at the number of comments that are just kind of like make you be like hmm that's maybe not like the nicest thing you can say (laughs) and uh it goes both ways though because you were saying how you know you're not showing as much and how you've received kind of comments too yeah. So it's like, like, where, where is the happy, like, what's the perfect way to look? Because I feel like no matter which way you are, you still get weird comments. Yeah. It's like, I think people, I don't know what it is. It's obviously a them thing. Like it's a them issue, obviously. So yeah. like, I don't take it like personally. personally and like now I'm showing. So like, I think that makes it like a little bit easier, but like, I don't think people realize that like I had like, I was struggling like the first trimester and like, I didn't get to have that 12 week scan and Mm -hmm. I didn't get to hear a heartbeat and all this stuff. So when they're making comments that like, oh, like you're like not even showing, you're like, honestly, like in a way I kind of wish I was showing. So I actually had some like proof that there's something happening in there. Cause there was like this huge disconnect for so long that I would like, not like joke to Brenda, but I'd be like, haha, like, am I even pregnant? Like, obviously I knew I was, I was getting blood work and stuff done but it was like I I like a few times I got in that comparison trap of like other people that I've known like in the past and I'm like like I feel like one day I'm just I have to pop like I have to and I did so like I was grateful for that but yeah people were like oh you're still fitting into those pants and I was like should you be wearing jeans (laughs) yeah they're like you're wearing jeans and like even like um was it last week and this was like totally funny but my niece I was wearing my typical jean shorts because mm-hmm. they were like a little bit bigger to begin with so like they still fit yeah. and she goes oh like hey Nicole like you don't even look pregnant because mm-hmm. like the way the jeans you know jeans like are always bulky in the front anyway so it's actually kind of hard to tell and I was yeah. wearing like a baggy t-shirt and I was like oh I feel very pregnant <laughs> well I feel pregnant yeah I was like oh like you know it comes back to everything that we've talked about like it's such a vulnerable time of transformation that we're learning we're changing so rapidly that those comments can just kind of not that I like take them personally but they just you like kind of be like well at first like well am I like am I too big like should I you know not be growing this fast and then like when you actually sit with it and you go to your OB and like everything looks good it's like 
those comments aren't empowering <laughs> and either way. And I just, yes. you know, I just think that we can, as a, as women, especially, and it's but oddly enough, and I hope we're not like going too deep into this, but no, like it's all women who, who say it. So then yes. it's about this other, you know, this other issue of like, you know, we were the ones who want to be, you know, empowered and body positive, but we have to be really careful, like what we're saying to each other and how, how our words like have an effect. And so it makes me hyper conscious of like, you know, what people actually need to hear. And, and just even it goes back to how we talk to others of like, just, you, you know, you're looking really great or, you know, wow, you're, you're glowing. Like those kind of things yes. just put you at ease and make you feel like supported. Like you don't have to comment on like the size or anything. Just yeah, like make like a nice general you are or how comment. Actually, yeah. I had a weird instance um, last weekend and it kind of like involves that and COVID at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I had a friend's wedding and it was like pretty much outdoors. It was like one of those things where it was like a barn with like a tent. But there's also like an outdoor area. And we decided that like, I wasn't gonna go until the reception. So like Brendan went to like the whole thing and then I came after. And so we thought that's like, you know, we can, I can stay outside and like distance from people and like, that should be good. It wasn't like a huge wedding or anything. Mm-hmm. But that was one of those decisions, right? Where we had to like, kind of make like, yeah, what's the right choice? We don't really know. So we'll try this out. Yeah. <laughs> so I get there and people had no respect for my space. Mm. it was actually insane mm-hmm. I had people literally run up to me and hug me and kiss me oh, which no. I feel like even just in like COVID in general you usually ask people like are you comfortable if I like give you yeah. a hug just in like whether or not you're even pregnant mm-hmm. and I guess I haven't seen a lot of these people since I had finally like announced I was pregnant but still it was like oh my gosh like they were in my face and then all of a sudden it was like I was wearing like a like one of those dresses where it's like tight like under your boobs and then it like goes out yeah and they're like, oh my gosh, like, can I see your stomach? Can I touch it? Can I do this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I just went from like being like only with close friends and family to like showing up to this wedding and like people like attacking me. Getting mauled. Yeah. During COVID. I was like literally getting like, I felt like honestly, like I like walked around the corner thinking like I was just going to like make a smooth entrance and just be like, yeah. and it yeah. was just like people just like smell pregnant people or something. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me touch you. Yeah, they're like, so I how did you handle it? Did it? I honestly, I was actually like upset at the end of the night because I was yeah. just like said to Brendan, I was like, that was actually like I don't, I don't want to say I regret going because like mm-hmm. I had to do it to like learn what my comfort zone was. Yeah, we have like two other weddings this year, and it was like probably like a good place to kind of like feel it out. Mm-hmm. And I said like, I can't do that again. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was I honestly felt so disrespected. Mm -hmm. by so many people and like I like to say oh well I could have not gone but like people could have also been a lot more polite yeah instead of just being like throwing their hands at me and then that comes like that comes back to like everyone's experience of you know COVID is so different I'm really keep seeing that of like everyone perception of it's different their comfort level is different and like we really need to remember that like that just because you feel comfortable doing that doesn't mean that 
a pregnant person or whatever. It's not even yeah. about being pregnant, but that was way past your comfort zone. And how do we decipher that? <clears throat> and I think even too, I thought it was crazy that like I literally came after for the reception because I was pregnant. You thought like, that would be, whereas maybe like going to the other part would have, they would yeah. have been focused on you. <laughs> right. So I was like laughing. So I'm like, this is literally the reason why I'm coming late. And Brendan went for the whole thing. Yeah. Like just so like I wasn't like, you know, in an indoor type setting with like a bunch of people. Like it was still a tent and like kind of outdoors, but you know, if it rains, they close that stuff up. Right. So it was mm-hmm. like, could have been essentially an indoor wedding so I was like friends like yeah I maybe we should just like you should just stay home and then like come later when it's like the outdoor part I'm like yeah that's cool like mm-hmm. show my support and I was distance from people so I just thought that that was like an obvious thing that like people I think because they were drunk they just like forgot that's why I came later yeah I was like like oh yeah Nicole's here we're just gonna attack her <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> well, it just shows right like people like and just it comes back to the comments too. Like you'd think that um, people would be like put your, themselves in your shoes, but we really have no idea what somebody else is feeling. And you know, when I hear some comments like that, I'm like, well, they they really don't mean it with ill will. It's like they say it without any intention to like right. make you uncomfortable, but it does right and it's not always appropriate and yet they don't mean to and it's unconscious to them so yeah it's wild and it's I think just us to being like hyper vulnerable and mm-hmm. hormonal and just yeah. sensitive, <laughs> like it definitely changes how we experience things too and and doing what feel like like you said, you really learned your comfort level. And yeah. I think I'm, yeah, continuously checking in with what that is. Yeah. Like, a and, and, weddings. <laughs> well, yeah. And even the, sh- the baby shower is like, yeah, you know, is this truly what I want as far as who I want there versus maybe who my family wants there and what they're comfortable with. And so totally. I think just getting coming back like within and getting kind of quiet and still and checking in with like what your emotions are really telling you is yeah a big part of this because it's yeah definitely a lot to navigate but I think it's I mean the only way we could compare it is having a baby before COVID enough and during COVID and notice the differences but totally you don't have that option yeah so I mean we'll see like I have another wedding in like I guess like a couple weeks now and I don't know it's like, I think it's all outdoors, but like, you know how there's like that when it's like a tent wedding or like mm-hmm. things are like that involved, you're like, well, if it's raining, it's really an indoor wedding, right? So like, yeah. I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to navigate that yet. Or like, it's like, do I only go for like the ceremony and then like leave later, like vice versa. But yeah, yeah that was like a good learning experience for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't know what the right answer is. And no, I don't think right. we ever will. So it's kind of like you got to pick a, a decision and just like stick with it. Whereas like, yeah. I think that was a little bit too wishy. I, I mean, we, we made a decision, but mm-hmm. clearly I should have just been like, this is not a scene for me. I need to leave, but I didn't. So I think I just need to like be more comfortable with being like, this is where I draw the line. Yeah. Yeah. So. And easier said than done, but I think, yeah. yeah, we've, yeah, I've definitely had those situations too, where you know, it's like, well, I'm not comfortable necessarily doing that or going to that, but you're welcome to like, totally. 
and that's where I draw the line. But yeah, there's so much this so is much to talk so about because it's like, and I, like we said that, you know, we got together and talked, I don't know, maybe three or four weeks yeah. ago. And it's really nice to talk to someone who's in the same situation as you, the same timing mm-hmm. and just, you know, validating all the things that we're going through. So oh, I think right. this conversation, I hope, you know, if there's anybody else pregnant out there listening to it, yes. <laughs> it's making them feel no. like they can understand too. Okay. Well, I have one last question for you. Yeah. I think we could talk forever. We should probably do like a five-part series on this. <laughs> yeah, to be continued. Yeah, we should do like a third trimester check-in or something. Yeah, we should. Um, okay, so what's something that you're like the most excited for? Mm, definitely like just meeting this baby and just what this is gonna bring into our life. Like we're, I'm just really excited to to start that chapter and to yeah be a mom and to have you know I think like we're realizing too like this is a reflection of us and our love and that we get to you know bring a child up and teach them all the things that we've learned but also encourage them to be their own person like just I don't know if you've thought that far ahead like but just like who they'll be and what they'll do in this world and what also he has to teach us. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot in this process and it's very humbling, like, and kind of loops back to what we started talking about, just like with who we are up until this point, the work we do and Mm -hmm. what our life looks like now is things are going to change, but I'm really excited for what that change will be. Yeah, no, totally. That's I'm just like so excited for you. It's like I, sometimes I forget that I'm interviewing you, and like I'm also pregnant. I'm like this is so exciting. <laughs> but what about you? Um, excited. Yeah, I would say like like pretty much like the same thing. Um, it's funny because like I'm pretty honest with people. Like not very. I'm not looking forward to birth. Yeah. And I'm not looking forward to wearing diapers and like having bleeding nipples. Yeah. I'm being honest. <laughs> but like I'm what I picture myself is like this summer like my dad bought this um swing for the cottage uh-huh. and for people who don't know we call this baby rex um for <laughs> <short> rex <laughs> i explained it in another podcast so i won't get into that but like he was like look at what i bought for rex for like next summer and i'm like oh my gosh like i'm so excited so like when i picture this baby i picture us like being at the lake next summer with yeah. like my parents and like my brothers and like nieces and nephews and just like hanging out and it's like I'm so excited to kind of like have that like an I don't know how to describe it almost like something else like bond our family together because it's like as soon as you tell someone like you're pregnant like changes the dynamic whether it's maybe a little bit strange with some people but like I feel like with like family it's like all of a sudden just like brings you guys even closer Mm -hmm. so I'm just like excited to like have those experiences like with Brendan but like also with my family and just like because I know like this kid's already freaking spoiled and like so loved yeah which is ridiculous like literally like my dad's buying it a swing (laughs) 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 I'm like only 20 weeks pregnant the thing has a freaking swing at the cottage (laughs) I love it yeah so I'm just excited for like those moments it just makes me think of like when you got your um like photographs done just like Yeah, just all that love around you and your family and how surprised and excited they were it's 
I am really excited to just like getting to see my parents like they both have you know grandchildren but like get them get to see them be a grandparent to like my child is really just something new right and I'm excited to see what that brings and then who knows maybe we'll be able to get some play dates in in the mix too yeah because like you're actually like the only person that I know that like will have a baby within like a close time frame as me like I have friends but they don't live around here Mm -hmm. who have like babies so it's like kind of cool to like know that there's like someone else who like will be going through it at the same time and like obviously there's like mom groups and stuff and like people through like maybe our doulas and stuff that we might be able to connect with but like I think it's different when you actually know the person personally could be like Amy I'm I'm experiencing this right now like Uh, I know I'm sure we're gonna be having like how helpful it will be to just be having these kind of calls after the baby comes just to keep our (laughs) our sanity and just like yeah just like share what we're learning along the way I I really look forward to that it's crazy that you say that because um a girl who I went to high school with just messaged me recently and I knew she was pregnant, but I didn't yeah. know like when we have the same due date. Isn't that crazy? That's wild. Yes. And she's giving birth at the same hospital too. So oh my gosh. we're like, well, see you there. We'll have, yes. a, we'll have a Merry Christmas together. Yeah. No kidding. Oh my gosh. That's so cool though. Yeah. And you're, are you going to give birth and like, have you decided hospital or home? Yeah, so I think what we'll do is because I'm literally two minutes from the hospital, so that's like a blessing. I'm gonna stay at home as long as I can. And then yeah. when it's like closer to that time, then I'll just drive on over to the hospital. <laughs> it's the quickest drive to the hospital ever. Literally, yeah. So it's like, I mean, we'll see. That's assuming everything's good and safe and there's no complications. Yeah. But like my plan is just kind of like labor at home and then just like hop on over to the hospital. Yeah. And you're like, you have to like be in a hospital, I assume anyways, regardless with like, cause you're just higher yeah. risk. Yeah. Um, I, I probably could have a midwife. Okay. But yeah. I just, the support of like totally. any ups and downs that might come throughout pregnancy, which knock on wood, um, I've been pretty good. I had some complications early on, but things are, I'm feeling really good right now. So good. yeah, but it's definitely nice to just have that extra like hey if anything totally comes up like somebody who's worked with those complications before yeah and I think if I didn't live close to a hospital my mindset would also be totally different because <laughs> I think I'd be a little bit more on this side of like uh you know what I mean like if I had to like drive to London or something I'd be like I don't know like yeah you know don't want to yeah. risk so I'm glad to like I'm in Woodstock which is yeah half hour long so nice not too far um I wanted to I don't know if we talked about this but do you have any plans for like how long you're taking time off zero plans how about you I literally like don't even know people ask me that I'm like I but in a way it's kind of I don't know nice to nice to not really have to decide like how how will we even know I don't know but like with you know, with work, well, I mean, we don't get the luxury of like a year, 18 months off, but who knows, like how, how early we might want to like lean back into one thing in our business, but yeah, I'm definitely, I 
feel like it's until you go through it, we don't really know how long or what it'll be like. Yeah, because it's like maybe I'll have an easier time than I think postpartum, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll have like a really hard time. Like, I don't think you know until, you know, you're in it. So it's like maybe I can't even just keep up with like emails and admin and stuff, or maybe it's like a full shutdown for mm-hmm. a long time. Right. So, so are you setting even... things up right now to kind of like shut down for? Yeah. I'm also going to train Brendan in Shopify. Nice. <laughs> So like, yeah, there's when, lots of aspects to your business, right? Yeah. So it's like certain things I'm not worried about, like it's an email thing, being like, I'm having a baby, like blah blah blah. But yeah, um, there's like certain things that's like I'd have to like have to shut down my shop completely, or like yeah. whatever it may be. I'm not too worried. It's gonna be January. Like people are, aren't really buying a lot of stuff post holidays. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like when this fall, when like I kind of get that holiday rush in the shop. I'm going to be training Brendan on how to use like Shopify and stuff. So if like orders do come in, you know, and I decide to keep the shop open, he can kind of, you know, print shipping labels and like do those like really basic admin things, which that alone would be so helpful. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So yeah, that's, I don't really have a good game plan. (laughs) No, me neither. Not quite yet. Like I am just kind of thinking of, um, yeah, shifting a few things and Like I'm going to make some tweaks like on my membership so that it can still run, but not in the same way. And yeah, like, like finishing up my private clients, Mm. private classes for that time. And just looking at like, I have an idea of how I want to go back. That will be a little different. So, but at the same time, like not sure when that will be. And I think it's like kind of unique that we both have, because both of our husbands are also self-employed. Yes. So yeah, I feel like I feel like it'll kind of be similar where we'll be both supporting each other in different ways of also, you know, like like my husband will start back, like he'll take a little bit of time off, yeah. but he's gonna be our, you know, sole provider mostly for that time. So mm-hmm. it's important that he, you know, is able to go back to work. But we're looking at how we can do that and, you know, making sure I feel supported. And um, so I'm sure it's kind of in the same interesting dynamic for you of navigating. Yeah. Both being self-employed and taking time off. Yeah. It's definitely weird. And like, it sounds, it honestly is like a blessing that like everything's happening in like January ish timeframe. Cause that's yeah. when things are slower for me, even though people are like, Oh, new year, like, you know, health and wellness. I'm like, when I was coaching maybe a little bit, but like in terms of like the shop and like other things, my business, like that's pretty like slow mm-hmm. like around that holiday time. Yeah. And same with like Brenda, it's like people aren't really looking at houses like around Christmas and like new year's. Right. So like, yeah. I feel like if he takes like a couple weeks off, like really takes them off that literally won't impact him hopefully too much. And I mean, he works with a friend, like one of our close friends. So like I'm sure you can always field clients off to him. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like we'll just kind of almost like play it by ear and <laughs> maybe we can get like the uh the husband's edition of like how they're navigating. Self-employed. I've actually thought about that. Yeah. Brendan and Brandon. I know these so good people are like, what? Like who? Who? Yeah. who? And also because when Brendan says his own name, it sounds like he's saying Brandon. I'm like, Brendan, do you even know how to say your own name? <laughs> 
love it. Yeah. Are, like, are you excited to see him be a dad? I feel like oh. that's something that I'm really excited for too. Because like I feel I'm like envisioning that so much now. Yeah, because I feel like um obviously I haven't like seen Brandon, your husband. <laughs> but, like I don't see him like as much as I used to. I feel like when I was like younger, but I yeah. feel like him and Brendan are like kind of like similar personalities. Yeah. And like even I like wrote a blog post like the day we found out I was pregnant and Brendan was like cutting the lawn with like one hand and a Tim Hortons cup in his other hand like looking like a total dad yeah and I remember, like I went out to like get him inside and I was like literally trying not to burst out laughing because I was like I just found out I was pregnant and I'm looking at my husband who's like in full dad mode already <laughs> already was, like he morphed into a dad in that moment <laughs> literally and, like he's literally looking at the pregnancy test holding it to Horton's coffee in his other hand and I'm like literally like emotional but also like want to burst out laughing because I'm just like yeah you're so meant to be like yeah dad even though he's like hasn't been around a lot of like babies and stuff I have like no qualms or worries about him like Mm -hmm. stepping up because he's such like a freaking softy that like I just know he's gonna be be, like shocked in that moment when you shared it with him or yeah I think he was like shocked but like I like was pretty suspicious for like a few days Mm-hmm. So, like he was like shocked but also like he was looking at the box in French and was like what how do you how do I know if it's if the results I'm like oh. flip it over <laughs> I was like it's two fucking lines bro <laughs> <laughs> but yeah how about you like what's that been like for you guys yeah like he's really excited and he always yeah. wanted to be a dad so yeah he's he's it's just so cute. I, I knew he would be an amazing dad. And now there's something about like knowing it's a little boy of just like picturing, I keep picturing him as a little boy and like he was the cutest little boy. So I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel like my heart is already melted on the floor. Just picturing Brandon's little mini me. Um, but yeah, he's, he's excited. He was, he was like shocked, even though he knew like we were, I was like, we were trying, but I think it's different for him anyways. It's like, until it happens, like he's not thinking, you know, whereas for me, like I was, you know, tracking things. Right. Yeah. I even thought like, kind of like you, like I had implantation pain. So I kind of mm-hmm. thought I was, and I, yeah remember telling him that he was like oh yeah like probably doesn't even know what he doesn't even know what you're talking about (laughs) but then when it came I was like see I told you and he's like yeah I I think he just didn't want to get his hopes up so he didn't want to like celebrate he didn't really give it much thought until it happened and then he was like shocked and excited and yeah he's yeah he's like I just keep thinking like of just how much life is gonna change and how he's getting ready for that himself so oh I love that so yeah so I don't know so attractive like yet I don't know just beautiful of seeing them like step into that fatherhood as well yeah and like and, and like what that does to your relationship I don't know I feel like it really deepens just your relationship together of totally I don't know I'm really it's a really exciting time like together I think as a couple it's really fun to be going through it together yeah I agree and like I don't even like I've heard that before but like I don't really understand it until like I was in it Mm -hmm. and then like this is gonna sound ridiculous but even seeing Brendan like how he treats Chloe who like is our (laughs) family dog 
like yeah. literally like start out at my parents house when I was like 16 and like then we took her when we like had our own house and it's like he treats that dog like it's a freaking like actual child like it's yeah. so ridiculous that like even before I found out I was pregnant I was just like you're actually like I know I'm ridiculous but like I've also had her since I was 16 but like yeah. he is like like I mean it's his dog and it's his dog but like it wasn't actually his dog at the beginning he's also, like Chloe's like how old is she she's like she's, 13 she's getting up there she's like a geriatric dog oh she's so and, cute though she looks like a little puppy oh yeah well like Brenda is just like Chloe come cuddle with me Let yeah me like do Chloe do you want to go for a car ride oh you we should take you for a car I'm like oh maybe we should take Nicole with us I guess yeah oh yeah Nicole do you want to come with Chloe and I we're going for a car ride yeah hey guys bottom of the barrel yes so funny because like we have a cat and Brandon was so opposed like to getting pets because he oh long story short like he'll be like why are you telling people all this but he grew yeah. up I don't you probably remember his yes had we, a dog kennel. we took our dogs there yeah so he like had to shovel poop and like it wasn't that he didn't like animals he just he was like there there can be a lot of work like you know shoveled poop eight hours a day so he just I was like you're not gonna have to shovel that much poop for one animal like it's not, not the same but he was just you know thinking like um with work and like yeah. I you know don't necessarily want to be responsible and I was like well this is a good stepping stone I think to just I know it sounds silly but like taking care of something other than ourselves mm-hmm. and so we decided to get a cat but now he's like the softest cat dad and they're like yeah he'll like pick her up and she cuddle she's like this morning she was like laying on his shoulder like looking down at him she'll like palm in the face yeah they're like besties I'm, I'm like chopped liver sometimes next yeah. both of them but yeah now I see I'm like it does make me think the same thing I'm like oh you're just so cute with her and yeah. I know people who are not pet lovers are probably like oh my gosh you guys are ridiculous yeah. but <laughs> it's cute I think it's like a good indicator right of how of how they'll be yeah I agree well thank you so much for joining today and just like chatting and being open to about your experiences because I think like if someone's pregnant right now and listening to this then you know it can maybe provide validation or maybe if someone's like trying to conceive or thinking about having children in the future like it's nice to hear these like open conversations so that you don't just walk into it and be like feel like you're alone because I think that's really easy at the beginning to like like we were saying like not knowing even like what to do when you find out you're pregnant. Like, I think yeah. we're having that conversation before, like, do we call our doctors now? Like, what are we, like all these things. So I appreciate you being so open and sharing yeah. like, your experiences and your viewpoints. Oh, my pleasure. And I think it's so important to have these conversations yeah. and yeah, like even just talking about preconception like that's a whole other thing that if anyone you know is struggling there I can for me it was like a long uh unique journey and it's all worth it I think that's something just important to share like even though we were talking about our you know morning sickness and tired and all the challenges it's like it's absolutely incredible and I'm still in awe (laughs) of like we were talking about that before of just how miraculous this truly is and how all the little stepping stones and things you do to get here are absolutely worth it. I'd do it all over again. 
Totally. And maybe what we can do too, is if anyone has questions specifically for you or me or like just general ones yes. that they want answered, you can send maybe myself a DM um, at Random Wellness Co. And then maybe like not too late into the fall, obviously, because we'll be like super preg. Um, maybe <laughs> we can do like kind of like a catch up because I'm sure we'll have so many more experiences oh, yeah. from this point. Yeah. Um, getting closer to our due date. And more to chat about. I'd love to do that. And yeah. I can kind of collect some questions that I get along the way too. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. All right. Well, thank you so much. And we'll do this again in a few months. Yay. Sounds good. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com.